Monday night, May 6th at the Hyatt Regency in San Francisco. You're invited to join athletes and celebs at the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame Enshrinement Dinner. Be there to celebrate this year's class featuring Olympic swimmer Jenny Thompson, San Jose Earthquakes legend Chris Wondolowski, Niners Super Bowl hero John Taylor, Sharks icon Patrick Marlowe, and the architect of the Giants dynasty, Brian Sabian. Be a part of this star-studded evening benefiting Special Olympics Northern California. To purchase tickets, visit Bayshoff.org. That's B-A-S-H-O-F.org. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network presents the Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. From Ball Arena in Denver, Colorado, it's the final road game of the San Jose Sharks 2021 NHL schedule. And it's the sixth of eight meetings against the Colorado Avalanche. Colorado beat the Sharks 3-0 last night behind 21 saves from goaltender Philip Grubauer, who has three shutouts against the Sharks this year. Giving up two power play goals in the first period to Colorado was a major reason why the Sharks lost the game. But otherwise, winger Kevin LeBanc thought that San Jose held their ground. I thought we battled. I thought we had a lot of chances and opportunity around the net. But uh, I think uh, we kind of shot ourselves in the foot when uh, we started with uh, a couple of penalty kills right off the bat in the first period, you know. And they obviously capitalized. They're a great team. So for next game, you know, that's going to be the... You know, focus is just not taking any penalties because, you know, they got a lot of great players over there and they uh, capitalized on their chances. After applying a hard body check on defenseman Samuel Girard in the third period, only to see Girard hit the boards awkwardly, LeBanc had to stand his own ground as he dropped the gloves with superstar Nathan McKinnon. Off the faceoff, McKinnon and LeBanc pushing and shoving here as the play back behind the Colorado goal and looks like LeBanc wants to go with McKinnon here. Kevin LeBanc fuming in the direction of LeBanc, and it looks like they're going to let him fight. Here we go. LeBanc with a right, right to the noggin of McKinnon. McKinnon coming back. McKinnon definitely bigger, finally dragging LeBanc down, but kudos to Kevin LeBanc for connecting a couple of times. That's the Staten Island savvy against the size and strength of Nova Scotia on that one. No hard feelings for LeBanc on McKinnon, who he said was just standing up for a teammate. It's going to happen. It's part of the game. And, uh, you know, McKinnon thought uh, I took liberty on his guy and he just came in and uh, stuck up for his teammate. You know, have a lot of respect for that. For Coach Bob Bugner, there were some good things to look at in that contest last night, but he also had to acknowledge the power of his opposition. They're a good hockey team, and I thought Grubauer played well, made some big saves at the right time. Yeah, I think we could probably generate some more offense. Uh, you know, we got a lot of young guys playing in a lineup that haven't played together at certain lines. And, you know, and, and, and we started, we, we finished the differently than we started. And, uh, um, you know, we had a look there on a power play, some looks on our power play tonight, and we uh, didn't get that bounce. The offside was unfortunate. I thought it was good. Um, you know, we battled hard tonight. It's not that, uh, you, you know, we're playing a, one of the best teams in the league. I didn't think we got you know, outplayed badly or anything like that. We just couldn't find the goal we needed. And, you know, our, our penalty kill uh, um, early on, uh, you know, even the, even the chances that we let in were two sifters from a car that uh, were not necessarily a chances. So uh, maybe do a better job of blocking those. But, um, you know, all in all, I thought that, uh, um, you know, we executed defensively. We just need to execute more offensively. Winger Ryan Donato talked about the Sharks' struggles to generate five-on-five offense against the Avalanche. I honestly think it's just getting pucks behind them and, and forechecking their D. I mean, they have really talented D, obviously, but it's uh, something that we know we can 
I mean, we've had success for checking uh, extremely, when we forward check extremely hard, we usually have a lot of success and uh, we can play down on their end and limit their offense. Cause I mean, if we let those guys break out too easily on the rush, I mean, they're going to score a lot of goals. So uh, we just got to make sure we keep them down on their end and, and hound them and, and play a little bit more of a grinding style. And hopefully that works. We'll have a full review of last night's game when the Teal Report continues from Denver, right after this message on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. The Bay Area BMW Centers and the San Jose Sharks invite you to celebrate BMW Sharks Week. Test drive a BMW at a Bay Area BMW Center from May 10th through May 16th and receive a $50 Sharks Pro Shop gift card while supplies last. And right now through May 16th, you can also enter for a chance to win a trip for two to the BMW M School in Thermal, California. For full details, visit BMWSharksWeek.EventsBMW.com. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Termites, rodents, and other pests never rest. Luckily, neither does Planet Orange. Think you may have a pest problem? Call 1-800-7-ORANGE for a free termite inspection or general pest consultation from our licensed professionals. Planet Orange is an innovator in effective, eco-friendly pest control methods. They'll customize each program for your needs using the most eco-friendly solution available. So don't wait. Call 1-800-7-ORANGE. That's 1-800-767-2643. Or go to planetorange.com and get started today. Planet Orange. Orange, you glad you called? Some good things, but in the long run, a disappointing night for the Sharks as they lose 3-0 at the hands of the Colorado Avalanche. Time now for our instant replay as the first period belonged to the Colorado Avalanche power play. San Jose got in a little bit of penalty trouble. Alexander Barabanov took a delay of game over glass penalty at 10:25, leading directly to this goal by Gabriel Landeskog, courtesy of Kale McCarr at 11:13. On an avalanche power play. How about Nathan McKinnon's explosion down the middle of the ice? Almost split the defense and did it himself. Dished off to Donskoy, and then now the avalanche will set up. Right point play to McCarr. Tees up, shoots it, score! They're just clinical with that puck. Kale McCarr backskating at the blue line, waiting for the screen to set up, and he's got a laser of a wrist shot. Right in front of the net there was Gabriel Landeskog. Who knows, he might have deflected it, and it is 1-0 Colorado with a power play goal. Landeskog did tip it with his stick, getting his 18th of the season from Kale McCarr and Miko Rantanen at 11:13 of the first period. Right after that, Alex True, one of the other young Sharks, took a two-minute tripping penalty at 12:20, and that led to another goal on the power play. This one belonged to Kale McCarr. Don Scoy was glad to be out there. Tosses over now to McCarr. Now to Rantanen, right circle. Sharks just trying to keep it to the outside. Shot by McCarr. Score! Screen in front, absolutely no chance for Martin Jones on the play. Landeskog in front of an ad again, but Kale McCarr should get this one. He rips the wrist shot again from 50 feet out, and it is 2-0 Colorado as quickly as that at 13-13 to the first, the second power play goal of the period for the Avalanche. Colorado's McCarr getting his sixth goal of the season. Rantanen and Donskoy assisting, and that was the goal that Bob Bugner was discussing a few moments ago. Yeah, you know, just that they get that middle lane off a couple of really nice passes, and it just goes to show that that level of skill, just to touch it into the middle, touch it out, get your, you know, get those forwards turning their back to the play, and it happens so quickly. It just creates those, you know, minute details and that just that little bit of gap, and then the shot was created, the shooting lane was created with Landeskog in front, and there you go, there's a goal. There were a couple of other penalties in the second period with a score 2-0 Colorado, but there was no scoring in the second period. Avalanche outshot the Sharks 11-8, and in a way, a moral victory for the Sharks with all the struggles they've had in second periods this year. 
Yeah, no, they, you know, I thought they, they held their own as far as, well, even though the, the ice was tilted a little bit, they were able to get escape there without another goal. And I thought they had a great third period. And then the third period, indeed, the San Jose Sharks looking for opportunities. And what happened? Well, Kevin LeBanc went in aggressively forechecking and they got a little clip on the defenseman, Samuel Girard, who went awkwardly into the boards. Nathan McKinnon didn't like that. And so they both went to the penalty box. It turned into a Sharks power play because McKinnon got an extra minor for roughing and five minutes for fighting. And this was at 938 of the third period. So that takes Nathan McKinnon off the ice. The score is two to nothing in favor of Colorado. And then Tomas Hurdle gets the opportunity on the power play that looked like got the Sharks back into the game. That's for sure. So the Sharks end up on the power play as a result of all this. They've got to make something good here. Here's Eric Carlson moving into Hurdle in front. Shoot, star! Tomas Hurdle by himself gets the pass from Eric Carlson and gets the Sharks on the board with an absolutely clutch power play goal. Well, so we thought. But then Jared Bednar took a look at the replay on his monitor behind the bench, and he called the officials over and said, we're going to challenge this one for offside because that puck was kept in at the point by Alexander Barabanov, and it looked as if it was okay. But the question was, as he batted the puck down out of the air, did the puck cross the plane and go back to center zone? If it did, it was offside. Here was the result. Upon review, the play was offside. Therefore, we oh. have no goal. Oh, boy. A successful coach's challenge at 10-10 of the third. And so the score is still 2 to nothing. And so it went back to zero for the Sharks, and that's the way it would remain for the rest of the game. It came down to the final minutes. Goaltender Martin Jones, who had a pretty decent game in the nets for the Sharks, making a couple of solid saves, ended up uh, pulled for the extra attacker, as you would expect, town 2-zip. And the result was the following. Minute 50. Remaining in the third period. There goes Jones for the extra attacker. We have an empty net situation. Sharks down 2-0. Fed out. Rantanen shoots to the empty net. Score! So the Sharks gain the zone entry after pulling Jones. The Avalanche defend knocked it free, and Rantanen skating out to the red line after the good defensive play by Colorado gets a 3-0 lead. That shot from the red line right in. That was at 18-21 of the third. Rantanen's third point of the night, his 27th goal of the season. Gabriel Landeskog and Carl Soderberg, who defended that play successfully, ended up getting credit for the assists. And so the Avalanche have shut out the Sharks three times this year in a total of five games. All three shutouts for goaltender Philip Grubauer. Grubauer coming back along with Jonas Donskoy and Rantanen from COVID protocol uh, quarantine ended up getting a very strong performance with 21 saves. On the other side of the ice, Martin Jones made 34 stops, make that uh, 33 stops, and really a, a solid game for him in the losing cause. Yeah, he made he made a couple, uh, you know, big saves. He had the breakaway. I'm not sure who he, he made the save against on the breakaway at the end of the power play. Uh, JT Comfer, I believe it was. It could have been uh, again. My memory doesn't serve me, but no, again. no, no. It was uh, Kiefer Sherwood coming out of the penalty box because he was serving yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. Right. And then, uh, you know, so he made a couple key saves. He had one on Donskoy in, in the first period. There was a number of... Also, uh, Connor Timmins, too. That little movie made right at the edge of the goal. On the pass. That was Rantanen on the save. two. Yeah, on the on that quick break two-on-one. So, again, he made some key saves. You know, 
they got the power play goals and that was that was the key that was the turning point in the game the two power play goals because they kept the a high powered offense in check five on five not allowing any goals they got the you know the saves from uh jones when they needed them they just weren't able to break grubauer um and get the goals and, and i thought they held uh you know some some good plays there in the third period and one sort of moral victory for the sharks against nathan mckinnon McKinnon had a shot on goal in 263 consecutive games heading into tonight. And I'm still looking at the official sheet. No shots for Nathan McKinnon in this game. And so that is quite an accomplishment against one of the most dynamic players in the National Hockey League. We'll see if they find a shot on goal for him before the night is over. That does sometimes happen. But I was a little surprised. I suppose with the score 3-0 Colorado, there was no real reason for Bednar to throw McKinnon out there late in the third period. Yeah, I mean, who After knows? His penalty was over. Yeah, and I mean, it, it might have been a situation where you're not really looking at that that type of thing at the end of the game, you know, points and and everything like that. You'd be looking at which obviously he didn't have the points either. But you know, uh, they're out there to to win the games and and uh, interesting though. But uh, you know, a good job for the Sharks just to to keep them off that score sheet. Meanwhile, in the power play department, the Sharks ended up a, a total of 0-4-4 to my account. Let's see if my mathematics is correct in this particular game. Yes, San Jose 0-4-4. So the Sharks right now are 0 for their last 28 on the power play. And in their last 11 games played, they're 1 for 33. That's obviously got to be driving the coaches crazy. Yeah, no way to look at that, you know, and be happy with it. I thought their their last few power plays they got some looks, um, because I can't, I just can't see. You know, I know you're we're always trying to look at a glass half full, but on a power play that gets one good look a time, uh, the odds are you're not going to score on that. You know, if you look at what the Colorado Avalanche can do, they can really come at you in a lot of different ways, and they showed it. The Teal Report will continue in a moment from Denver, Colorado, right after this timeout on the Sharks Audio Network. We've all been there. You're not feeling so hot and you want to see your doctor, but you're not so sure you can even get out of bed. Kaiser Permanente gives you care your way. So if you want to see your doctor in person, we can do that. But if getting in the car is the last thing you want to do, that's okay. Just schedule a video visit. Kaiser Permanente gives you high-quality care in person, online, or over the phone so you can thrive. Learn more at kp.org. Appointments is available and appropriate. Yosef Kozhenash gets the start in goal for the Sharks tonight in Denver. And here are Bob Bugner's other comments concerning his lineup. Uh, I'm putting Leonard back in and Chekovic is going to come out. And uh, it's just, again, like I said yesterday with Lenny, it was just a more of a maintenance rest day and getting him back in. Hopefully a fresh set of legs will help us tonight. And, you know, I thought Chekovic, uh, my comments after the game where he got better as the game went on, uh, a little nervous at the beginning. And, you know, I expect he's going to see some more games before the end of the season. But uh, um, right now, Lenny's going back in. As always, there will be a couple of other line tweaks for Bob Bugner's team. Noah Gregor is back with Logan Couture and Rudolph's Balsers, and that is expected to be a very speedy group to be going up against the Colorado team that has great depth through four lines. Make sure you're tuned in to all of the action starting at 4.30 Pacific time. Scott Hannon joins me on the call. I'm Dan Rusinowski. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.